Hello everyone, I'm Jack Zemlicka. Welcome to this edition of our 2016 Precision Farming Dealer Podcast Series. Today's program, starting small with your big data services, is being brought to you by Farmer's Edge. And before we get into today's program, I would like to encourage you to subscribe to our podcast series with your favorite app. The series is currently available on iTunes, the Google Play Store, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, and TuneIn Radio. So subscribe to get an alert when future episodes are released. And if you have another app that you use for listening to podcast series, be sure to let us know and we'll make sure to make every effort to get that listed here as well for you. Also wanted to again recognize our sponsor, Farmer's Edge. is proud to partner with the dealers across the United States to unlock exceptional opportunities for their farm customers. Through innovative technology and field-centric tools, their whole farm smart solution will strengthen your platform and enhance your customer relations. Grow the opportunities for your customers and become a representative for Farmer's Edge today. Visit them at FarmersEdgeUSA.com slash become a representative or give them a call at 952-582-1398. Well, it's fair to say that one of the most, if not the most, talked about areas of the precision farming industry today is data management service in terms of revenue opportunities and growth potential. But turning big data from a buzzword into a viable business can be one of the most challenging transitions for both the traditional farm equipment and independent precision dealer alike. Still, we find that Nearly half of the dealers who responded to the 2016 Precision Farming Dealer Benchmark study say they offer data management service already. And about 80% of these dealers deliver this service through their precision specialists. But in order to manage and analyze data, you must first have some, says Steve Cubbage, president of Record Harvest in Nevada, Missouri. Steve launched the Precision Egg dealership in 1999 and then branched out with a more specific data-driven company, Prime Meridian, in 2007. Today's Precision Farming Dealer podcast, again brought to you by Farmer's Edge, we welcome in Steve to offer his take on the state of data management services in agriculture and what dealers should keep in mind when developing this part of their precision business. first thing that I wanted to talk about and and to be a wake-up call for everybody in this room is that to manage data you have to actually have data and uh, traveling around here in the past three or four months and, and visiting some some of the growers that maybe not in so much the uh, top tier but what I call the mainstream grower the fact is is that right now if you had to grade this industry on where we're at as far as managing data within the mainstream grower, I'd probably get it a D minus because basically, number one, they don't know what they have. And if they do have it, it's been on the combine for four years and never made it across uh, uh, the lot to the computer. And I think one of the issues is that you see a lot of things in this industry. Silicon Valley loves precision ag. 
and the question is why. And but they're also figuring out that they've got a problem. Where does the data come from in the first place? You know, it's kind of like nobody's had the birds and the bees talk with a lot of these companies of where precision agricultural data comes from. You know, does it come from the stork? Does it come from uh, some alien life form that's out there? You know, there is a little bit of reality that's taking place that most data does not make it, like I said, from that combine or from that tractor even to a computer in the first place. You know, what percentage would you actually think makes it out of that machine in the first place? And that's something that uh, it's been talked about uh, many times already, but I don't think we really want to admit to ourselves how bad it really is. And you'd think that, uh, you know, that either that farmer has to uh, climb Mount Everest or swim the Amazon literally to get that data back to where it could actually do some good. The obstacle number two that we're also finding, and this I use the example a lot of times of Monsanto when they, they first introduced their program called Field Scripts. They basically made a bad assumption. They assumed that growers had good data. And not only did they assume growers have have good data, but they assume they had at least three or four years worth of data to to start with. And the fact is, they didn't. And there is a lot of cases where a lot of growers, and I can even hear it, you know, heard it this year. Well, I'm not going to map this year because it was a bad year. You know, I don't, it's like they don't want to show that down at the uh, coffee shop because, you know, it's, it's, kind of like showing your ugly dog. You don't want to show it off. But uh, there is a real problem of consistent historical data in this industry, and uh, that is probably number one problem. And so what is, when we're talking about data, what do we want? What's the cornerstone? Well, for us in our, in our business, we look at yield data as the most important block in the foundation. Why? Because we like to do the backwards math. And yield data is ultimately your farm's final report card as far as how do we quantify everything that has taken place in that growing season, whether it be weather related, whether it be management related, how do we do what we do as precision specialist if we don't have something to work backwards from. And so the obstacle number three that, that we run into a lot of times, I, I tell, uh, tell guys that we sort a lot of dirty laundry in this business. And that's because a lot of the data that is being collected, frankly, is garbage. And you know, the old saying in the computer industry is garbage in, garbage out, and that's where we end up. And here is what I, I would say is my example of how garbage is created. We've got maybe three guys, maybe it's even three planters on the same farm, but this is how they describe a single variety on that farm. 
So if I'm Monsanto and looking at this, and if I'm ingesting this into my database, this means that somehow I've got to figure out what these three varieties just happen to be the same variety. And this is why that one of the things that we do in our business, and we'll get to that in a minute, is really take account of trying to grease the skids of collecting good data from the get-go rather than after the fact of sorting the dirty laundry. So the question is, where are the opportunities that all these obstacles uh, create? And where do I to begin? Well, the first opportunity that we're finding more and more is that you see all these new programs, whether it's climate.com, whether it's something like the F Farmers Business Network, whether it's, you can name, go down the list of the many opportunities that what is the flavor of the day, maybe even from Silicon Valley. But in order to get the first base or basically get home, you've got to get the first base. And a lot of growers have been, um, I guess, misinformed or not fully informed as that what is going to be required of them. And like I said, a lot of these companies like Monsanto were also uh, uh, got a rude awakening when it came to understanding that a lot of this data isn't out there like they thought it was. So we take this very, very seriously, and we keep uh, coming back to the basics. It's kind of like the fundamentals of baseball. You've got to play the basics in order to, to get the job done, and that means collecting data and doing some things with growers at the very basic level. Collecting yield data is where you may even want to start. What we've also become in our business is more of what I call the precision accountant. Somebody, they want you to sort it out. And that's what we're taking the box full of receipts and basically being uh, the precision accountant that gets back to the business of running your farm and not mapping software or chasing after data. Producers want the house and uh, what they've got right now is truthfully that box of Legos you had when you were a kid and wondering what you're going to build with it. So one of the things that we do is that before we go to the field, there's just a template that we feel that needs to be uh, ingrained in the grower's brain and also uh, translated back to his um, collection devices in his cab. Most guys have never sat down at a kitchen table and said, what do you name your farm? What do you name your, your fields? Do you have a boundary of those fields? And one of the most important things we do is the standardization of the variety names and also the crop protection products that they're applying. We do this, what we call a monitor prep. Before he goes to the field in the spring, he Basically, everything on that farm is prepped and ready to go. The second thing that happens with that is that you get very, very good data after they learn that process. And it's not that hard, but it sets them up for success. The other thing that we do, 
we keep doing that and we start selling multi-year precision contracts or data management contracts, we don't let them get off the wagon after year one or just one year of success. So that's the other thing that we're learning is that we started bundling all these multi-year service packages together about four or five years ago. And one of the things that we learned is that we keep making them simpler and simpler because we're realizing that most of these guys don't even have the basics and we've got to walk before we run. And it's kind of the 80-20 rule. 80% of these guys need to start somewhere and we're basically boiling it down to the most basic set of services that these guys need in order to be able to succeed. And it's kind of like, you know, if the guy that tells me that he doesn't want to um, put a yield monitor on his old combine because he's going to trade in a couple of years. Well, he just waited two, he wasted two years and uh, he's, he's going to pay for it later. We'll be right back to Steve's discussion, but I did want to take a moment and again thank our sponsor, Farmer's Edge, for making this program possible. Farmer's Edge is proud to partner with dealers across the United States to unlock exceptional opportunities for their farm customers. Through innovative technology and field-centric tools, their whole farm smart solution will strengthen your platform and enhance your customer relations. Grow the opportunities for your customers and become a representative for Farmer's Edge today. Visit them at farmersedgeusa.com slash become a representative or give them a call at 952-582-1398. Well, I think Steve has raised several interesting points so far during the discussion in particular about the industry grading out very poorly in terms of how retailers are preparing and educating customers about collecting quality data. Certainly this seems to be an area where strides can be made and Steve noted the value of bundling annual data services to make them more attractive to farmers and also to develop a recurring stream of revenue. This is a goal certainly many dealers strive for in today's market. Well, let's get back to the program now and hear more from Steve Cubbage on how dealers can fill the role of data facilitators. Our mantra is big, big data starts small. And that's, that's very true. It starts at the grower level. And that grower needs to understand you know, his place in, in the whole equation. And the multi-year service plans, like I said, Rome wasn't built in a day. What I don't like is a guy that basically buys a variable rate planter, and now he comes to me and says, I want to do variable rate planning. And I say, based on what? And he's basically three years, in my opinion, in some cases, from being able to actually use that piece of equipment that he just bought because he doesn't have a good set of yield data in order to base that on. And another thing that was talked about again last night, producers need a precision team. And basically, 
that means there's many people involved in this whole equation and there's going to have to be some sharing and some understanding among all players and and all the uh, people that are serving that producer. And the producer also needs someone in his inner circle that is beyond him and they're going to be looking out for trusted advisors. So we see ourselves as an independent being more of a facilitate, facilitator than someone, say, like a seed dealer or a machinery dealer. We're there to help be the traffic cop and fill in the blanks and bring technology to the table. They're still waiting on their precision Superman to show up and save the day. And what they've got, if you ask them where their data is, most people would say probably on their thumb drive or on their computer or down at the co-op, and it's not good enough. That doesn't cut the mustard today. And there's going to be a rise, what we think is a rise of the independent data broker in the, in the future that serves the grower. And the future balls, the juggle we see, there's a lot of things happening out there. And this is why the grower, we believe, cannot handle all this himself. He just cannot handle all the, these balls in the air that's coming down the pipe. These are just some of the names that, that I thought uh, were you know, just another piece of the puzzle that's being added. And at the end of the day, so the Jerry McGuire, show me the money. That's what the grower wants to see. And many producers have been drowning in data and they're starving for knowledge. And the tough sale, you know, can you prove to me that your $20 an acre fungicide paid off? That's what the questions, they want answers to all these questions that's up there. And the one thing that we leave growers with when we get pushback on, on data management, we basically ask the question to the producer. And this is, this is a reason why we've started promoting our multi-year plans. Are you farming for a season? Or are you farming for a lifetime? And you know, we hope that they're farming for a lifetime because they call it a way of life. And if they're going to uh, uh, make that happen, they've got to have some data to start backing that up because this is a whole different world that that the next generation is going to have to face as well. So, you put the the garbage in, garbage out slide up there, and then I, th I think I overheard you know a lot of the data. How do you sell that to a, a grower? Like, well, the data out there is not that good, but I'm here to. I want your data. You know. I think a lot of the growers actually know they don't have good data. I mean, I mean, it's just you know, the, if they're willing to look in the mirror and admit that, I think there's a lot more of. I've seen a lot more guys here lately. They they know it, and so it's a conversation that nobody's really even had with them and i i think there there just needs to be some a lot more what i call kitchen table discussions with these guys of saying what's right what's wrong there there really hasn't been i, I say there's never been a, a handbook called precision ag for dummies that there needs to be a precision ag for dummies handbook because truthfully this whole industry is taking this and assume so much that you know, shame on us as an industry that we assume that the grower knows how to put in grower farm field. And truthfully, that's a foreign idea. That's something that's somebody in the IT department made up 
and that's that's what we have to live with. We haven't conveyed that to the grower, and so uh, uh, I think it's just a very frank and honest discussion. And it's interesting that after one year, that once they're in a program, the second year is great. I mean, they do a good job. They understand it. That's when it kicks in and and, and does a good job. But I think you got to have a conversation. It's sort of a two-part question. How do you convince customers to spend time calibrating their yield monitor? And secondly, sort of hand-in-hand with that, how do you convince customers that their data is valuable? I, I think I, you know just to get a guy to calibrate is a is a small victory or a huge victory in uh, in a lot of eyes. I, and we tell guys that don't make it hard. I mean, take that last load at the end of the day and go weigh it. And you know I know that uh, you know all the yield monitor companies tell you you have to do it this way. Get close and like Phil said, I give me something to back it up with. But at least if I can get in the ballpark, you know, that's what that's what we want because we're looking for the trends. We want to be close, but and then if we can validate it even more, that's great. And I think the value of the data for the grower. I think the grower has no idea the value of the data. I, I, it's an interesting conversation that we've had in this industry about data rights and and everything. If you don't have any data worth having rights to, you know, what do you actually own? And so that's, that's the question I pose back to the growers. Like if you're arguing so much that it's my data, my data, what, what are you arguing for? If you're so passionate about that, you know, be passionate about actually collecting it and doing it right in the first place. Uh, my question to you is um, one thing we do is incorporate the local crop insurance agents into our technology way of thinking with our customers to value the data as far as combine calibration, accurate as applied maps for uh, you know planting, do any of you do any of anything with your crop insurance agents in your area? Well, we definitely reach out. I mean, there's obviously ones that are more proactive uh, than others that that you know who they are, and and certainly we seek them out and and work with some of their growers and work hand in hand. So I, I think that's something moving forward. The other thing for accurate yield data that that is really coming into play and, and really gives guys a reason for collecting that data accurately is also working with the co-ops and fertilizer dealers because that yield data is basically the same thing as a gas gauge for for your ground. You know, what what did you remove as far as from a fertility standpoint? And we utilize that very, very, very actively and uh, not only court, like I said, insurance dealers, but also working with the fertilizer dealers to, to um, be able to promote the variable rate side of things. One thing I might add is that there's always a problem if you're not the first one to get there with the USB stick, you may lose the data. And I've had guys that we've actually gone out and prepped their monitors and then basically it gets re done by the insurance guy that came back after me and so that's a problem in this industry is like who is in charge of the data and the growers need to realize that there's been a lot of data lost to seed dealerships to to whoever got there first and the guys that basically that's on the team supposedly on the team with the grower got left out because uh they didn't have access to the data it's like 
whoever gets there first. Would it be with that said? Would that be would it be safe to say that you'd want an expert like an agronomist or something working with you to lock that down so you don't run into that issue where you have three or four different people in that monitor? He's got one guy that he trusts, and you got a company that he works close with to do everything. I think there there needs to be some guy that called trusted advisor, whoever it is that that's designated by that grower. I don't care if it's the agronomist. I don't care if it's the machinery dealer, whoever it is, but they've also got to have, you know, the openness to work with the rest of the team. I think that's the problem is that a lot of that gets pigeonholed away for sometimes selfish pur purposes and thinking that, you know, I'm going to keep this and nobody else is going to have it. Uh, that's that's a detriment to the grower in the long run. And so, you know, it's got to be uh, for the grower's benefit, not not strictly the, the company that's uh, maybe serving that grower. Are we seeing a, a three, five-year, longer-term play where we get these guys to aggregate good data sets year-to-year, -year, by field, however we want to do it, based, you know, we've got good EM or Veris data that we're basing everything off of. We've got good yield data, good imagery, whatever it might be. And we can show that decision process throughout the season. If, if they get there and we hit a critical mass throughout the country or throughout North America, are the industries that are buying the product, the ADMs, the Monsantos, everybody, is there going to be a market for this at some point that may drive this entire industry forward that where in order a prerequisite to gather good data is that you've got a good GPS system, you've got a good precision ag system, a trusted advisor, everything's in line. Are we going to see the day where we may actually see a marketplace, might I say, of you know X number of dollars per acre for good data portfolios per field by the year to drive this entire industry forward? What's your opinion? I think, you know, it's it's been amazing to watch some of these, especially some of the larger seed companies. They spend a lot of money on trying to collect a lot of this data. And the question is, is that I've always thought that there should be a grade, a grading system or a ranking system that says, you know, Mr. Grower, if, you know, like the customer A and customer B, you know, one guy should get a gold star another guy should go, you know, to timeout. And, and, and somebody should be rewarded for that in the marketplace. Thank you, Steve, for your candid insight and experience in this continuously evolving area of precision farming. And those listeners who would like to see more of Steve's presentation mentioned today during the program, please visit precisionfarmingdealer.com slash podcast. And once again, if you haven't done so already, you can subscribe to this podcast series on iTunes or the Google Play Store, and also get an alert when future podcasts and episodes are released in this series. Well, a definite takeaway for me from today's program is that to deliver a worthwhile data management service, dealers definitely need to define their goals with this area of their business, uh, certainly before deploying any type of platform. And I know one of the cautionary tales shared today by Steve, and certainly one I've heard from other dealers as well, 
is that the garbage in, garbage out scenario only creates frustration for the retailer and the customer. So ensuring collection of quality data is very essential to providing value. Well, again, we'd like to recognize and thank our sponsor, Farmer's Edge, today for helping make this Precision Farming Dealer podcast series possible. I certainly look forward to your feedback on today's program. Feel free to drop me an email at jzemlicka at lessitermedia.com or give me a ring at 262-777-2441. And you can also keep up on the latest precision farming news impacting your dealership by registering online for our e-newsletter and also follow us on Twitter at PFD Editors and on our Precision Farming Dealer Facebook page. I hope that you'll join us again on June 16th for the next episode in our 2016 podcast series, The Benefits of Bundling When Selling Service Plans, where we'll have Adam Gittens, General Manager of HTS Ag, share his experience and advice for generating revenue from precision service. For Steve Cubbage, Farmer's Edge, and our entire staff here with Precision Farming Dealer, I'm Jack Zemlicka. Thanks for listening.